Hey everyone, thanks for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, I'm speaking with Pam Pure, the CEO and founder at Posterity Health. Pam, how are you today? I'm doing great, thanks. I'm excited to have you on. This is definitely fertility in general, right? But you're, you're dealing in male fertility, but it's been a in like kind of a recurring topic that we've had on the podcast lately after being so really just strictly telehealth focus on a variety of different specialties, but it's one that I've been becoming more interested as, as these guests come on and tell us about how they, they operate their businesses. So I found out about you on like a post on LinkedIn. I think we both liked or something. And I saw, I saw health in your company and that's usually when I click on someone's name and I want to learn more about what they do. So I'd love if you could start by telling the audience about your background and then we'll talk about your company. Yeah, thanks, Jared. So um, first, a little bit about me. I'm a longtime healthcare technology executive, um, kind of followed the industry as it automated in the hospital and the physician office uh, in the payer area. And over the last few years, I've been involved in the rollout of new and innovative telehealth technology, um, both on the executive side, as well as the private equity side of the business. So really um, deeply into healthcare technology, deeply into healthcare automation and excited about all the things that we can do for consumers in healthcare today. Out of curiosity, how did you come up with the name? Austerity Health? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. You know, it, we are focused on men and helping them have families and preserving the posterity, future generations. And so we really looked at this as an opportunity to help um, help couples build families, build the future. Can you, can you talk about why starting this company was important to you? Like, what was it that made you say, I want to start this company? Yeah, it's, it's actually a really interesting story, Jared. Um, Barrett Cowan, our co-founder and chief medical officer, is a male fertility specialist. And when COVID hit, he was really concerned that it would have a terrible impact on male fertility, that people wouldn't go to the doctor, that they would kind of stop getting treatment. He was worried about his patients. And so he quickly moved the business online with telehealth in his initial practice. And what we discovered was that instead of a man sitting in a urologist's office waiting to be seen, it was a couple sitting at home. And the, um, the conversations became more intimate. They became more open. Um, not only did you learn about the male's issue, you also learned about the woman's fertility challenges in a way that made it much easier to understand the couple situation and to help the couple. These initial conversations that used to take 10 minutes in the office started taking an hour on the phone. And he walked out of those issues, out of those um, discussions with a better way, um, a better plan to help the couple. I was kind of watching this on the sidelines and realized that today you can do at-home semen analysis testing, you can do at-home hormonal, hormonal monitoring. And one of the big issues with male fertility is that men don't seek treatment and there's a lot of stigma attached to it. So being able to move 
male fertility assessment and evaluation to the home seemed like such a tremendous opportunity to help people. And we decided to really focus on it, really focus on automating it and moving it to the home and making it available to more people since it's a very small niche in the overall scheme of healthcare. So uh, a male is actually able to go through like the same testing procedures and everything at their home than if they had to, like where you always see in the movies, right? Like you go into this nice place, nice receptionist, and then they give you, what is it? What is it? They give you a magazine and say, here, go off to that room. You're, you yeah. took that away. We took that away. Okay. And it's such an inhibitor. Um, it's such a terrible experience when you talk to men who have been through this. And, you know, we actually ship a kit to the home with a diagnostic testing partner um, from the comfort of his own home. The man can complete the evaluation, um, ship it into via FedEx, and then we get the results and do a telehealth visit with the male. If additional testing is required, we can do a lot of that testing at home. And um, we are developing a national presence to be able to handle the in-person part of care when men need to be seen face-to-face. -face. I think it makes a ton of sense. I, I think it's, it's kind of, I, I, I want to say too, like companies like Hims and Hers kind of really drove the initial, uh, they, they focused in on like the maybe awkward situation. Right, of exactly, and exactly. And then you're doing that for probably even more of a potentially like, and, and it's not that, I think this, the way it was set up was awkward. It's, it's something very important, right? Like you're trying to check like your fertility status. That's very important. But I feel like so many people, like you said, because of the stigma would actually, even if they, they would, that would be the last thing they would do. Right. Right. Well, the compliance rate with people who are um, given an order to have a semen analysis and that actually have it is very low because of, of all the challenges and the discomfort of getting the exam today. But, you know, even more than that, I think um, those companies that you mentioned have done a great job of making men's health a category. And these are healthcare issues that need to be addressed. They're not... Um, they don't uh, reflect a man's virility or their strength. I mean, we deal with a lot of very um, prominent men who have issues with their sperm count or issues with their sperm quality. And the best part about this, Jared, is that two thirds of them, we can see dramatic improvement or a complete reversal in the condition. And so it's really exciting to have the potential to really help people who come forward and really are assessed and uh, evaluated. Now, this is something uh, I wanted to ask you too. So can, if, if someone, if there is a potential issue, can, is a male still improve their fertility? Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, we work very hard to improve the fertility status um, of the couple. And in a number of cases, the couples can conceive naturally. And in the cases where IVF is still required, we can uh, improve the sperm quality to improve the IVF success rate. 
you know, it's really a combination of lifestyle changes, medication and hormonal therapy. And in some cases, they're actually surgical procedures that can dramatically impact um, the fertility status. So um, yeah, it's great. The best part is when you get the call from the couple saying that they're pregnant, it's just uh, really life-changing. Yeah, it's uh, that. That's where you really, I guess, get to see that. Wow, we've really created a major impact. Even though beyond that, even when you don't get that call, you are creating a huge impact because you're you're changing the way that um, a a process was done. And it was that was that was very common for years, right? That's how it always was. You had to go into like the clinic and be able to, yeah. Wow. It's still it's still the major um, way that it's done today, and so it the um, the world is just beginning to change. Um, but you know, making this type of testing more readily available today, one out of eight couples has trouble conceiving, and uh, the numbers go to one out of three when a couple starts over the age of thirty-five. So we're in a world where many people that we touch are impacted by infertility. And I think what most people don't understand is that in 50% of the cases, or even more, it's the male factor that is contributing to the situation. You know, there's just a new report published saying that women who have frequent miscarriages or trouble uh, being successful with IVF, that that could impact the driven by sperm quality. So it's really time that we acknowledge that it takes two to get pregnant and that we want both um, members of the couple to be at their best when they're trying to conceive a child. And, and that's kind of our goal is really to provide the male part of integrated couples care. Interesting. What what are you really looking forward to as we head into the second half of 2021 as it relates to your company? Yeah, I think what we're looking forward to is generating awareness on this topic. Um, it's amazing to me, we've done focus groups with tons of people in the 30 to 40 year old category um, who don't even realize that male fertility can be such a large factor when a, when a couple is trying to to conceive and simply getting that education out there will allow more couples to take action, which will mean more couples will be successful in the road to parenthood. So we are really launching, we're providing um, care today in Colorado, New York, California. We really wanna figure out how to get to the couples who are trying to conceive in those states and we'll be rolling out to a number of additional states throughout the rest of the year. So we're really excited about building a national identity and national education program around male fertility. Well, I'm excited to continue to follow the progress of the company and stay in touch with you. We'll have to have you on again. Yeah, I'd love to. More. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much okay. for being a guest. Yeah, thank you, Jared. Bye-bye. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.slice, 
www.thepowerofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.